Welcome to Are We Nearly There Yet? I'm Professor Andrew Sherry and I'm interested in people's journeys to discover who they are and what they're made to do. We can all learn something from other people's stories, so join me on another adventure. I, I am passionate about uh, my job and I've got to have that to be able to perform. I, I need to know that I contribute to a greater good. I mean, no, just getting the salary at the end of the day is not enough. <laughs> Today I'm joined by Nasia Tsilepi, who is a laboratory fellow in nuclear graphite technology at the UK's National Nuclear Laboratory. Nasia was awarded fellowship of the Institute of Physics two years ago. She lives in West Cumbria with her husband Nick and children Alex and Sophia. Welcome Nasia and thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Lovely. Well, um, I want to sort of take you back to your school days before you went to university. And you went to university uh, in Crete and you did a Master of Physics in Molecular and Laser Physics. And so tell me a little bit about the younger Nasia, what she was like at school and what attracted her to study molecular and laser physics. Yes. So, well, I think well, I have two older sisters, and um, where they went to university when I was about ten years old, and before that they were studying for that. So I think it was, uh, you know, it was a done deal for me that I would go to university. But um, I think science in general had a big part in our family. I don't know why, and I think from a very young age, if you ask me when I was six years old or something. Uh, what I wanted to be, I would say a physicist. <laughs> so, yeah, the way the world works, explaining things always um, was fascinating to me. So that was the physics bit. And, and in Greece, you go into university to do physics. And for the University of Crete in particular, you had the option to do a few more credits and get a speciality. And we were fortunate to have the foundation of research and technology in Heraklion, Crete, uh, where they had this uh, very advanced uh, laser and molecular physics department. And we got to do, uh, that was during the degree, we got to do all sorts like holograms, uh, or LIBS, laser-induced fluorescence, all these things. And that really attracted me and I thought it was um, what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And so you, you went to university. What did you learn about yourself as a person at university? Because university is an interesting time because you go, you, you move away from home and you can sort of be whoever you want to because nobody knows you at university, yeah, yeah, do they? Yeah, yeah definitely. So, <laughs> so did you learn some, anything about yourself during that time particularly? Okay. I mean, we're talking about journeys here, so I have to be honest. And um, I was a bit lost at university. I mean, I had a great time, but I was a bit lost in terms of what I want to do because in Greece, there's not much industry. And as a physicist, really, your prospects are you'll become a teacher. And I don't like teaching. <laughs> so there was a point when I even thought I didn't want to finish my degree. And it was actually when I started getting involved in real experimental work that had some applied science part of it that I thought 
yes, I want to do that. I want to do something different. And that spurred me on. Yes, but I, I, I need to have a purpose, I think. That's what I found. I can't just do it because it's there and it's part of the process. Yes, yes. So, so it's seeing a sort of output from yes. the work you were doing was yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was that part of your thinking when you moved to Strathclyde to do your, your, your MSc? Yeah, so before I went to Strathclyde, I had done six months as an Erasmus student in Holland. Okay. Uh, working in a laser lab there. I did my dissertation there. And we, I was using laser-induced incandescents to measure the suit of flames and diesel engines. And so the whole thing about energy and the environment and the impact of, yes, what we do on the environment, that's how, what got me to study then um, energy systems. Right, right. And, and why Strathclyde? Was it, a, was it a good place to be? Did you have any connection with uh, Scotland? Uh, and... No, I got a scholarship there, so that helped. And yeah, nothing else really. Just Yeah. And how, so how did you find the move? I mean, very different climate, very, very different people, <laughs> cold, wet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That must have yeah. been a shock. <laughs> yeah, I was those people you see in uh, September with a hat and gloves and scarf. I was... <laughs> Yes, it was very different. It was also different because of, I mean, I've been learning English from a very young age, but I hadn't really used it properly for years before I went to to Strathclyde. And then I had to write pages and pages of assignments. So that was difficult, but I like structure. And I think that's a difference between the UK and Greece. And that sort of thing suits me. And yeah, I think... Yes, yes. So, so that that was a good that was a that was a good move, and it then yeah. meant you spent the next quite a few years in in the UK because that's when you first joined BNFL. Yeah. Uh, down at the Barclay Centre. Yeah. Um, so, what attracted you to the nuclear industry? Was it its connection with materials or the experimental work you were going to be it doing? Were, yeah, it wasn't really. It wasn't really nuclear uh, that I had my eyes set for. It was. BNFL then had a very good graduate scheme. I was also offered a job by Rolls-Royce at the time, uh, but I thought, well, BNFL at the time seemed more organized. And so I thought that was the, a better place. And I, the, from the interviews I had, you know, it's only a first impression, but you say, well, let's go and see. It. They made a better impression, I think, the people I met in Magnox BNFL then. Yeah, that, that that first impression when you go as a as a yes. sort of student for the interview. Yes. I, I found exactly the same when I went to UK AEA and um, they asked me at the end of the interview, would you like to go and see the laboratories? And I said, oh, yes, please. And it, it I just blew me away, you know, and I thought I want yeah, to work yeah. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So in that first job, so you, you've done a long time at university and then you've gone into your first job. Mm-hmm. And again, the different challenges aren't there when you, you, you're employed and you have yes. a, a line manager and you're given tasks to do and you're not focusing on just one thing. Yes. You know, there's a number of yes. projects you're working on. How did you find that transition? To be honest, very easy. <laughs> yes, I mean, I think I was ready to work. I wanted to do things. I wanted to be responsible. And the people I was working with were so helpful. 
always giving me the opportunity to do the things I wanted, but also helping me along the way. So it was it was quite easy and it was yeah, very hard to to leave afterwards. Yes, yes. Because then you you were there about six years yeah, or so yeah. and, and then you went back to Greece. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll pronounce this wrong. The the Koupalousos Group? Yeah, 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 yeah. As an energy engineer, so you, it yeah. sounds as if you were sort of moving away from the physics much more into applied engineering. Well, there is no nuclear industry in Greece. No. no. Um, and yes, and it was part of the. Yeah, I still, I, I'm still passionate about energy uh, efficiency uh, and making sure that each part of the world has the right energy mix. Yes, I wanted to continue on that front. And it's difficult to get scientific, pure scientific jobs in Greece. And my family was there, and that's why I wanted to go there. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Had you ever thought of a sort of university career at all in Greece? Uh, not really. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a very good teacher, I don't think. <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to do just research. But I mean, my second job in Greece was uh, an offspin of university. It was the um, the unit that creates all the mo- energy economics modelings for the European Commission. I saw that. I was really interested in that because you know that's something which we're looking at and need to look at at the mm. moment. Thinking about mm. getting out of this economic yeah. crisis and and you know clean energy and putting the yeah. two together. What would be the economic impact and the best way forward for us as a country? Did you get involved in any of the economic modelling at all in that? Uh... Yes, we did have a stochastic model for, you know, um, what the energy prices are going to be. And we, the supervisor was, was really good. He had a lot of experience and I think it relied a lot on his experience, really. Of course. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, so during that time, were there particular things that you enjoyed about your, your job and the, the, your development? And on the other side, were there things that you found difficult? I found most things difficult. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I didn't enjoy very much, uh, to be honest. I think um, if you have worked in the UK, especially in the nuclear industry, where we are very well looked after and the work is amazing and interesting every day, it's difficult to do something else. And I mean, it was interesting the first six months until I got half competent in things. And after that, it was the same things all the time. And also, unfortunately, in Greece, um, I don't think anyone <laughs> will disagree with me. Working conditions are quite archaic. Uh, so as a woman and under 50 years old, you know, you're not supposed to have an opinion. So. <laughs> oh, right. Gosh. So it, it was difficult. That's difficult, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I guess that's something in the UK we've become increasingly aware of, actually, that, you know, diversity, you know, that whole diversity thing at work of all sorts of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really valuing everybody's views because yeah. challenge, you know, different exactly. perspectives all strengthen, you know, a strategy exactly. or an approach to something. So. That's interesting. So, so then you came back to work at NNL at Sellafield, and I guess yeah. your time at Strathclyde prepared you for some of the weather and the cold and the wet. And the <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it was a shock again. Yeah, from Athens. Yeah, in August, 
from 40 degrees to horizontal rain in Cambria. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you've worked at, at Sellafield since since you came back and, and yeah. in graphite technology and you've been appointed as a, a lab fellow and devoting your time to research, both university research, our core science research, and also mm-hmm. R&D to support you know, current and future reactor systems and waste and so on. So is it that variety which keeps you interested? Is it the challenge of applying yeah. what you know to reactor operations yeah. and safety and I'm, things? What's, what I think keeps I'm quite you interested? Good. I'm quite good at finding solutions um, mm. and, and combining different pieces of knowledge to, to get to a solution or combining different people's skills. And yes, and I think it's, again, having the knowledge that you are contributing to something very tangible, you know, you, you develop a, a technique to measure fracture strength of graphite and you know what, where this is used and you know that there is urgency in doing it. And um, yes, I think that's all very motivating it's a very powerful motivator that isn't it seeing seeing how your work makes a difference and one of the things I like to do is to look back over a year or over two years and think well that piece of information wouldn't be known if I hadn't done that or you know a job or or you know it's nice to have tangible things to recognize that that actually you've made a difference so coming back and perhaps over the last five uh, years or so what do you think you've learned about yourself during this sort of most recent time in your career? I, I am passionate about uh, my job and I've got to have that to be able to perform. And I think it's just, I, I need to know that I contribute to a greater good. I mean, you know, just getting the salary at the end of the day is not enough. <laughs> you need to know that you're contributing to something that is useful, you know, keeping the reactors uh, operating and safely operating is so important so yeah I think that's that's what it is for me yeah yeah I, I think that's fantastic it's interesting I, I talked to you about this program we're doing for young professionals and the the piece I'm doing on on, on Sunday is, is all about why do you work and, and yeah, the point yeah, I'm making is yeah. it's not just about the money yes, often exactly yes and of course the people I mean we are so so fortunate in this industry we work with such clever people such decent people and for me i think it's all about the people you work with and you work for um if you don't have that respect uh then i don't know <laughs> it's difficult yes yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and that was one of the things i wanted to ask was about the people and are there particular people if you you sort of look back on your career so far that have had a significant impact well we yes as i said there are so many clever and talented people in so many ways and along the way there were you know there could have been a project manager I thought, oh he's good at project management i have to see what he's doing and there was a good team manager and i thought oh he's very good at it i have to see what he's doing but i think the person who has influenced me the most uh, was martin Meltkart, the, the senior fellow in graphite and i think what uh, really impressed me about him was his integrity and his professionalism uh, you know we had some tricky situations with the Albury safety cases back then at Barclay. But he always conveyed the facts 
never try to obscure the truth to make sure that everyone makes the right decisions at the right time. And I think that, and that's why people trusted him and the, the regulator trusted him. Yes, yes. And we need people like that in our industry to be very okay. clear, look at evidence, but also make the judgment as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In an open and transparent way. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's really good. And so is there one event which has had a significant impact, do you think, on your career? I don't think so. I think, But I think going back to Greece, even though it didn't work out, it did. I did learn a lot about myself. Yes, it's not enough. Just the money is not enough. You need to have something else. And I, I, yeah, I couldn't go to work uh, thinking, okay, I'm making more money for my boss. It's, it's just not enough. <laughs> no, no, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes. So, so if you look back, you know, and, and picture yourself the final year at school about to go to the University of Crete, what would be the one piece of advice that you'd give you, your younger self? I think take it easy. <laughs> don't, don't try to do everything at the same time. I always had this, you want to do everything. You want to uh, develop. You want to not only develop in reality, but always do things that look good in your CV <laughs> that may not be as good for development. And I was trying to do it all. And I think, you know, just take it easy. And uh, good work and good people do get rewarded in the end. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice, isn't it? Because you're right. I think people sort of often want it all as quickly as possible. Yes. But actually, the journey is part of the fun as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and some of those lessons that make you who you are today do take time. Yes. They do take yeah. time, don't they? And it's worth it's worth taking the time because it's important. Well, that's terrific. Look, Nasia, thanks so much Thank uh, for you. talking to us. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. enjoy it too please subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and don't forget to rate and review thank you